0: How are you doing? I'm Moose Jaw and I'm on a hike here in the Pacific Northwest. Whew. The Pacific Northwest is a geographical region of the US, which means essentially Washington, Oregon, and some include Idaho and British Columbia, and some even consider it to be going as far north as Alaska. Whew. Right now I'm in Washington state, hiking around Mount St. Helens. Wow, it's breathtaking. Before I hike any farther along, I want to share that we'll be using some sound effects and stories to imagine what it might have been like for the eruption of Mount St. Helens over 40 years ago. You can join me in your imagination. Also, some parts of this episode may be intense. It's actually an episode series. If you're feeling scared at any point or nervous, you can pause the story. You can change your mind and finish later if you want. I'm going to pretend to be a geologist working for the USGS. From here on out, I'll be talking as if I were at the base of the mountain before the eruption as a geologist. So come along, let's hike together and meet some people who survived the eruption of Mount St. Helens and some who didn't listen to the warnings. What a beautiful mountain. Not all mountains are equal. Some are low and rounded, others are jagged and peaked. Mount St. Helens here is conically symmetrical. Conical means it's cone-shaped and symmetrical means it's even. While it isn't the tallest mountain in the Cascades, it is one of the most beautiful in symmetry. By the way, the Cascades is the name given for the mountains that run along Washington and Oregon. They're gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous! I'm here working as a geologist, and it's beautiful. I'm fortunate to be here. Actually, so many people admire this mountain range that some are hiking here, like I am, even though they aren't supposed to. I'm here as a geologist on assignment, just in case you're wondering why I'm here. A geologist is someone who studies the earth. Rocks, earthquakes, volcanoes, so that's why they called me in. For years, Mount St. Helens has been a typical mountain for many locals, tall and beautiful, but silent. Recently, however, something has been happening. Today is May 17, 1980. Back in March, a highly respected volcanologist David Johnston gave a warning saying that an eruption may be likely. He's pretty young, just 30. But he's on the other side of the mountain at Coldwater 2, that's a base camp where they've set up, and they're observing the mountain. And what he and others have observed indicates that this mountain is unsettled. The mountain has definitely started to wake up. I can see it too. It has been rumbling and grumbling. For four weeks, there have been earthquakes every day, or nearly every day, and to be honest, I feel a little nervous being here, but it's hard to predict what the mountain will do. I think that's why others are here, because it hasn't erupted yet, only rumbled. It's easy to feel a false sense of security. Nonetheless, the USGS, and that's the United States Geological Survey, set up different zones a red zone which is three to eight miles around the crater and that's the most dangerous off-limits zone certainly no one but the geologists the volcanologists who are there studying and outside of that is a blue zone which is farther away from the crater farther away from what they predict to be the blast zone and even in that zone they do not want civilians in there that's ordinary people Outside of the red and blue zones, uh, they predict that people should be safe. So if this volcano erupts, as long as they're staying outside of that blue zone, in theory, everyone should be safe. The crater is where the blast would come from, and that's at the top of the mountain. The prediction is, just like every other volcano, the blast will be up. So as long as we stay away enough, then we should be okay. One of my assignments is to collect rock samples to see if there is any change in the rocks which have been sliding down the mountain. Even though I'm not a part of the law enforcement, I'm also supposed to keep an eye out for trespassers in either of these no-trespass zones, the blue or red zones. Right now, um, I'm on the southern side of the mountain, Yes, the sun is rising in the east, setting in the west. It's beautiful. Right now, it seems hard to imagine that anything could happen because it's so beautiful. David Johnston and his group, they're on the other side, along a ridge on the northern side of the mountain. Right now, it's 2.30 in the afternoon, and oh, how I love spring. Oh. I don't know who's pulling up? I don't recognize that car. I don't that is not someone I know. They do not work for the USGS. Hey! Hey, you're not supposed to be here! We're in the blue zone. You'll need to turn around and go back a few miles. This guy's not listening to me. Hey! Hey! He's running! Stop! It's not safe! Get back here! Crossing a bridge. Here we go. He's fast! Hey! Man! Forget it. I'll never catch him. Whoever he is, he's fast. I'm gonna need reinforcements. He just disappeared into the forest. He's trespassing at his own risk. I'm gonna call this in. Vancouver, this is Moose Jaw, Matt. I just saw a trespasser here on the southern side of the mountain. He got out of his car and ran helter-skelter into the trees and I've lost sight of him. Over. We hear you. If you look in his car for a blue sleeping bag, we might have an idea who this is, over. I don't know why they think they would know who he is based on a sleeping bag, but... Actually, yes, there is a blue sleeping bag in there. Vancouver, he does have a blue sleeping bag in his car. Over. That's Robert Rogers. He's been avoiding the law enforcement for a while now. He's a sly one. We'll send someone up there to check things out. Over. Well, that was weird it is not every day that you're working beneath a volcano that could erupt any day and someone runs away from you into the forest toward the mountain that was not the smartest thing i've ever seen and so bizarre wow i I, okay whatever i'm just gonna go back to sorting rocks and yeah we'll just, just weird that's all it's just weird I am wondering if I'll see that guy again. (laughs) What was his name? Robert Rogers. Blue sleeping bag. That's funny. It really is funny. He's running toward a mountain that could erupt. What is he thinking? What is he thinking? Uh, You know, he's not the only one. I've heard there's some others that are disobeying orders. They're supposed to be out of the blue and red zones. And while many people have listened... Someone named Harry R. Truman. Not Harry S. Truman, like the president. He's lived here for a long, long time, and he says he's not leaving. His exact words were, That's my life. It's a part of me. When talking about the mountain. So he's not leaving. His home is in the exclusion zone. That's another term we use to describe the red and blue zones that people should be out of. He is not leaving the exclusion zone. I I get, I get that you love something, something special. It's such a beautiful place, and right now it does feel hard to imagine that anything catastrophic could happen. But the signs, the rumblings, what we're seeing, the data in the rocks, is indicating that there's something going on. We don't know what, we don't know when, but something is going on. It just seems like, isn't it worth it to consider leaving your home for a little while? And then if it doesn't erupt after a while, then you can come back? I mean, go on a vacation to Hawaii, why not do that? But anyway, that's not my choice to make. Actually, one of the things we've noticed, especially David Johnston and his crew on the north side, in recent days and weeks, is that there is a bulge growing on the side of the mountain, as in there's a section. Uh, The mountain used to be conical shaped, symmetrical, but now on one side, it's pushing out. Imagine this. Take your fingers and put them together like they're a teepee, a tent, a mountain. The fingers are up, your palms are kind of facing toward each other at an angle, and it looks like you're basically making a triangle. Well, if you take one of your hands and start to bend the knuckles up, that's creating a bulge. That's what's happening essentially there. Something is pushing up. Some activity underneath is creating a bulge, which is concerning. Something has to be happening underneath the ground to be pushing up there. And that's, I think, why David Johnston said, there could be possibly be an eruption we don't know but it's better safe than sorry some still want to enjoy the mountain but from a safe distance so some are outside of the blue and red zones they are enjoying fishing swimming in the creeks hiking taking pictures from a safer distance of 15 miles away or so and i think that seems reasonable yeah campers and I think there are families too fishermen and I totally resonate with that that's one reason I'm a geologist because I love being outside I enjoy nature and feeling connected there's some there's an experience of peace and beauty outside as humans we're searching for peace and beauty sometimes we're misguided and look in places where lasting peace just can't be found. I've seen people do it, sometimes I've even done it, looking for a sense of satisfaction and peace and joy that I can't get outside of God and what He's created. We are wired for more, more, more than daily routines of sidewalks, brick walls, and artificial lighting, more than what our hands can make. We're searching for those things that only a loving God could design. For better or worse, come what may, we have all been drawn to the beauty and power of this mountain, Mount St. Helens, something more than ourselves, yet something we can still be a part of. Whenever I pick up a rock and look at it and study it, I'm connected to the mountain. And while the mountain is greater than I am, bigger than I am, still a part of it, and it connects us, and it's a really satisfying feeling. That's why I'm a geologist. Now, as shadows lengthen and stretch from treetops and summit, this perfect day is drawing to a close, and it's hard to imagine that there's power stirring beneath the soil beneath the mountain, which is now resting, silent and still. Vancouver! Vancouver! This is it!